Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. What I tell you, okay? All right. This decade is gonna be the decade of the balls. You got it. it did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, August 9th. Football. We got the schedule. Now we just gotta start. We at least got the names of Yeah. I guess we haven't got the, we haven't gotten the schedule yet. Right. When do we when when is that supposed to happen? It should be this week. Okay. Alright, so... Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. I saw somebody tweet out, post on Facebook, I don't know, and I, you know, this is the other night, and it looked like it had us playing Arkansas first and Georgia second, and it looked like it was like pulled off like Google or something, but that obviously hadn't been released, um, and I know we joked about how we'd probably end up getting Georgia early on this year, mm-hmm. so it felt it felt right. It felt right. I 100% believe there's going to be a, a, it's going to be a gauntlet. It's going to be like yeah. Alabama, Florida, Georgia, um, Texas A&M, Auburn, like all like... Back to back to back to back to back. Right, right. I'm sure that's the way it'll be because that's the way it goes. Um, you know, Tennessee. I, you know what? I know. I know. I know you're not a fan of the schedule, and, and nobody is. And I, it's hard to be a fan of it. But you also knew Tennessee already was playing uh, Arkansas, and um, or playing Arkansas. Alabama was obviously on the schedule. It's not going to get much easier than Arkansas. Like you weren't going to get gifted a Power Five. Mm-hmm. So or Power Five, a uh, uh, new two teams from the West. You had Mississippi State last year. You knew that was probably not going to happen. You're supposed to have Ole Miss next year. And when you found out it wasn't going to be the next two teams, figured it wasn't going to be Ole Miss. So that, you know, that leaves A&M, LSU, Auburn, and is that, is that it? I'm forgetting somebody else. No, that, I guess that's it. So you knew you were going to get one of those teams. So it, I don't know. It's not the worst case in the world. Hey, you didn't get LSU. That's the good news. Right. Yeah, that, that's I guess that's the one positive, and and it's it's the SEC. Like no game is gonna be no. easy besides probably Vanderbilt and Arkansas. That's no, probably about it. Um, but I think these two games are both winnable. It's it's gonna be tough to win those two games because right. I mean if we're just looking off history and where the programs are at, yeah, Texas A&M and Auburn are gonna be favorited against Tennessee. But I don't think it's necessarily going to be a surprise if Tennessee wins one or two of those games. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll talk all about that that prediction, and uh, we'll get into these this 10-game SEC schedule that we are praying happens. Uh, everything that's happened in the last 24 hours is not looking good. Um, we've already got some people in on YouTube. What's up, Justin? Kevin, no, this isn't catfishing, Billy. I'm sorry to disappoint. Um, <laughs> but let, let's, talk some, let's talk some football. Let's talk some college football. Um, right before we got on, it was the – I haven't read the article yet, but I guess there was a Power 5 meeting today with the NCAA. Yeah, like an emergency meeting. An emergency meeting, and it looks like, of course, the Big Ten and Pac-12 are ready to cancel, and the other conferences kind of want to go into a wait-and-see mode, which I feel like is the – I don't think 
I, what, what, what's the final date that you have to cancel? I would say it's like the, the day before the first game. Wouldn't you? Because like I, I, you've already got your contingency plans in place. You've got the game set to go. If you don't have the um, – if, if you don't have – there's not going to be a ton of travel involved, I guess. You know, it's it's not cross-country travel mm-hmm. you know, for most teams. I guess West Virginia's playing teams cross-country, but yeah, – because they're in a stupid, country, yeah. a stupid conference. Yeah, I, I, what's the date? I mean, I, I think our big thing when this first all happened is like, and we didn't know it was going to be to the extent of what it ended up being. Right. Um, but we were kind of mad that they were just like, oh, yeah, everything's canceled. Mm-hmm. Like, just what hurts you in, in pushing it back? Right. Moving things back. Yeah. I, they've already got it moved back to most conferences are starting, I think, at the earliest, like September, like, Fifth, fifth, is it yeah, fifth? I think so. Okay, so some of them, some of them are. Coming I think up. the third because I think the Big Ten is supposed to start like that weekend. It's supposed gotcha. to be the start. So some of them um, are getting into crunch time. Some, and then I think are. some are still slated for August 29th. Okay, so yeah, some teams are getting into crunch time. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma is going to have a little. You know, they're they're starting to push back a little bit. They're sending players home this week or allowing players to go home this week. Um, uh, I think UTEP. Who I'm kind of I'm surprised some of those smaller conferences are still having their season because you know you saw them. We'll get into the MAC uh, canceling, but uh, UTEP just delayed their start of their camp because four players tested positive. They announced that right before we started the show. It's um it's going to be interesting. It's time to make decisions. I hope they're patient. Um, you're going to have kids coming back to campus if the if you haven't entirely delayed kids coming back to campus. Why are you canceling the football season? I agree. If they if they start telling kids not to come to campus, yeah, I understand looking at that. But if you have twenty thousand kids coming back to your campus, there's no reason you should be canceling football. No. So we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, wouldn't today like move-in day for for Tennessee, like for uh, that students? Would be, that'd be pretty. Was it? I feel like that'd be pretty early. I'm pretty sure it was this weekend. I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure well. some some kids were moving in. Um, hmm. Maybe they maybe they've gone and st- I, I don't know that. But if if I was staggered. guessing, yeah, if they did, maybe they staggered it to have. Because when you have move-in day, you're also you're bringing in. It's not just the students; it's parents and friends. Yeah, maybe and it's over a couple weekends, but so, I think I think people start moving in this weekend. Yeah. So if you're if you're if you're bringing kids to college campuses, there's no reason to be canceling the football season right now. And I'm not saying that means there should be fans in the stands or whatever, but if you should allow them to play, and I know some people are like, I don't want to watch it if it's there's no fans, but no, I I will gladly watch it, and they should be allowed to play um, if they if they want to. Uh, you know, if they're going to bring the kids to campus. And I know a lot of college athletes right now, The and I think a lot of the disconnect is a lot of people think the player, there's players that don't want the season to happen. I don't think that's the case. I think there's players that want to make sure that they're going about it as safe as possible. Yeah, I think schools and, <clears throat> and conferences are, are just nervous because, I mean, they're liable for that. Like, yeah. if something were to happen, I mean, it's, I hope, I hope it doesn't and knock on wood it doesn't, but if, if one kid, you know, gets it and, and ends up passing away, that's that's on them. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's just, I mean, one kid, but one kid like that's. If you lost one kid, you could, you could risk one kid's life. If you, if you, I think everyone can agree, and I'm not talking about statistics. I'm not talking about. I think everyone should be able to agree that if you lost one kid because you're playing college football, like that's too many. 
Yeah, yeah. That's the reason. Absolutely. And obviously, I realize there's been casualties. I mean, when you when you talk about the travel that's required in college football, when you talk about the CTE that happens in college football, I realize that. But I think everyone would – and that's why a lot of these, like the CTE things need to be addressed. Um, so I think there needs to be – and there's so many unknowns that are happening right now with the COVID, with, with like what's going on with the pandemic in terms of COVID, that there's so many unknowns, it's hard to necessarily address all of the issues going on. There's a lot of stuff. Health, like just not necessarily how sick they are from it, but how it affects their body after they've had it. A lot of health questions happening going on around it. Um, so I, you know, I, I think, I think there's conferences that are willing to do anything to make it happen. I think that's that's and the then, SEC. I think if, yeah. if if there's if conferences are going to start canceling their season, I think SEC will be one of the last ones. I agree. I agree. And but I think there's conferences like the SEC who have kind of been very adamant they are going to do anything to make it happen. Yep. And then there's conferences like the Big Ten and Pac-12 that seem adamant like. We'll do anything to get out of this season. Mm-hmm. That's that's the position it seems to me. Um, Oreo puppy dog, love the name. Are we going to have a season? That's kind of what we're discussing right now. Um, you will not see every Power Five conference playing this season. I, I can almost guarantee that. Yeah. I think the SEC will try to start. Whether it gets all the way through it, I don't know. That's a really really good question, and I, I don't think anybody can truly say yes or no because if things get worse at the turn of that, you know, at the drop of a hat, they have no choice. Mm-hmm. They don't. Yeah, I just. I don't know. Start, I don't baby. know what you do. I don't. Yeah, I mean, delay, if you, you're letting them practice, I don't. I don't really. I know there's more stuff involved with with playing, but if they're allowed to to be on campus with students, they should be playing. You sh- they should allow them to play. Yep. If they That's can go eat in a restaurant with other people, then they can play college football. Sorry, I agree. that's the way I think about it. I mean, I, I agree, and and you've already put some safeguards in place in terms of players opting out. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they are allowed their you have to honor their scholarships. Yeah. Um, so there are some safeguards to protect the people, the individuals who don't feel it's safe. Yeah, to play. absolutely. And that's, you know, that's a choice. And I think putting that, I think they, the teams that, you know, offer them that scholarship should be, you know, held responsible for honoring it because this is different times. Like we're something's an unprecedented event is happening. Um, yeah. And I think the more people that like, you know, the negativity is what is it's, kind of getting people on edge, I feel like. Right. Whereas if, if there was more positivity, I feel like there'd be, you know, more of that. You, you'd see more of that on, on social media and stuff like that. I think the, like Trevor Lawrence came out today, like we want to play. Yeah. Um, he's kind of been adamant about that. You know, the past couple of weeks, it's been players opting out, um, moving back games, moving back schedules, um, just making it conference only. There, there's been some negativity, you know, in regards to if we're going to play college football. Yep. But if there's more players, you know, getting out there, hey, we want to play, we want to play, we want to play, I think that's going to help the situation. Yeah, there are several players today, several big-name players from different programs, not just Clemson. I think Ryan Holinsky, I saw that one. I think Justin Fields was another one. Someone from Penn State, I can't remember who. But more people are coming out and saying they want the season. So I think you're going to see more student-athletes follow suit and potentially more coaches. Coaches are in a little bit different position because of, you know, they're obviously getting paid to do what they do. Um, But I think you'll see more players doing it, and that'll, like you said, I think that'll change a little bit of the mindset. There still are a lot of questions to answer, but I think it'll change. I think I'm with you. I think the mindset, because I think a lot of people think the public's view, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm sure a little bit has to do with what the media has made it seem to be, but the public's view is that the players don't necessarily want to play. But Mm -hmm. the players want to play more than anybody. Right. So that I, th- I think I agree with you. More positive outlook is going to change a lot of the feeling around the season. Right. Yeah. 
Um, let's go ahead and jump into the schedule, though, and talk about let's, – let's first talk about Tennessee, and then I want to talk about the whole SEC because some teams just got royally butt-effed with the schedule. Right. Do you want to talk about our um, our giveaway? Oh, yes. I'm so glad you reminded me. I don't know how I forgot. Um, so, guys, go check out our sponsors at um, Hound Dogs and Tennessee Tap House. Um, really appreciate them uh, making this show possible. And then we have a giveaway to do. We're so, doing it. Doing a giveaway. We're going to check the comments. Caleb's on YouTube, Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Um, we're actually going to give a random giveaway. So, get in the comments, like, and share this. And then if you comment GBO, GBO. you'll be entered in to win. What does that we'll, mean, Landon? Go Big Orange. Go Big Orange. Um, so go do that. I um, mean, you will be entered in to win a gift certificate to the Volunteer Roadshow store on volunteerroadshow.com. And then um, we'll tell you how to do that at the, at the very end. You're going to send an email. Um, you'll type more important issues and then your contact information, and they will get in touch with you on how you can redeem that gift card. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, GBO. GBO. Go ahead and comment GBO. And you'll immediately be entered uh, for that giveaway. So make sure you do that. Um, so we're about to talk about the SEC schedule. I'll go ahead and Brian Taft looks like an Alabama fan, judging by his avatar. He's already said uh, we got a good draw of two teams. Yeah, Alabama did. <laughs> yeah, did. To be fair though, like Alabama was gonna get it. Like, and I'm not saying just because the SEC is obviously gonna help Alabama. Mm-hmm. What two teams? They're already playing Georgia, and then Tennessee. So that's two of the top three teams. You, most people would pick to finish top three in the East. Right. So like, you weren't gonna get a bad draw mm-hmm. to be fair about, you know, about their schedule. But yeah, I mean, obviously that's a pretty much dream scenario. Missouri and Vandy. Is that right? Missouri, no, and Kentucky, Kentucky yeah. which that's, you know, that Kentucky, at least, you know, I think Kentucky could at least give them a run more than most teams to, you know, yeah, maybe a like more than Vandy. <laughs> They'd probably give them a better run than Missouri. Oh yeah. Nobody's going to a better run than Vandy. Probably South Carolina. A lot of people are high on Kentucky. I know. Year. I know. We'll see. I um, doubt it. I mean, like, I doubt it personally, but yeah, <laughs> I hope they're terrible. Right. That'd be nice. Um, I, I just think with with this schedule, it, it just shows you the SEC is about money. Oh yeah, and I mean, wanting to get teams in the college football playoff. They want two teams in the college football playoff, so they gave the teams who had who were already contenders. They gave them an easier path. I feel like did they? So let's let's look at Tennessee's schedule first in terms of who they have. Okay. So we were gonna play we were gonna play Alabama and Arkansas already there. Mm-hmm. That was already on the schedule. Alabama's your non-rotating. Arkansas was your rotating for 2020. You add A and M and Auburn. Your A and M will travel to Tennessee. Tennessee will travel to Auburn. I mean, I don't hate it. Could you have gotten better than that, really? Yeah, I I just hate that. Like, it was gonna be. I feel like it was gonna be the next two on the yeah. schedule, and then Alabama and Florida apparently cried about it, and then they they got um, protected by it. Like, they cried about it and like complained. It was like, hey, you know, this isn't right. And then they are the ones that you know it favored at the end of the day. We, and you knew it was going to favor Alabama. Right, Let's, yeah. Should be 100% I mean, honest. Yeah, it's, the SEC, there's a reason why the SEC office is in Birmingham. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the the Tennessee schedule, I know a lot of people are like, I hate it. I hate it. It's dumb. I just don't really get how it could be better, per se. You add Ole Miss, that's probably it. You probably weren't going to add them once they announced those two, you know, wasn't going to be the next two. Um, yeah, I think you're going to add Auburn to Texas A&M or maybe LSU. But I think it'd have been great to get a Mississippi well, team. And we, but yeah, I mean, I agree. But we've gotten lucky the last few years in our rotating opponent, where we've had Mississippi State, mm-hmm. Arkansas, who's this year. You're gonna have Ole Miss the next three. You had the three easiest teams in the West 
you were kind of screwed from the get go, and you knew that. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they were going to do the next two. Because the problem with doing the next two is you have to turn around and play those teams again with no fans in the stands. You have to. I feel like. Well, it sucks is like you you have to play five teams in the top thirteen in the country. Oh yeah, it's, it's that a- sucks. And um, I think the only other team that has to do that, Arkansas. Arkansas got screwed. Worse, way worse than Tennessee. Arkansas got the. Ar- Ar- they looked at Arkansas and they're like, "You're the worst team in the SEC, and we're going to keep it that way." Yeah. Um. So they have to play six teams in the top thirteen in the country. Just, I need someone to explain to me how you look at Arkansas schedule and go, "All right, they have Tennessee." And then they play in the West. They have Tennessee and Missouri. They don't have all the they don't have all the top teams in the East. Add those teams. Yeah. How does that happen? I have no clue. I have no clue. It's amazing to me. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to I think they just protected Florida, Georgia, Alabama, LSU, because Tennessee is them and South Carolina are the only teams that play three out of the top four teams in the opposite division. Yeah. So we play. So we play Texas A and M, Auburn, Alabama. Right. Um, who does? Who, who are you looking for? Te- or South Carolina plays Texas A&M, LSU, and Auburn. Yeah, they don't have a friendly schedule. LSU plays Florida. Right. The t- they play one opponent in the top four in the East, and that's Florida. Don't play Georgia. Don't play Tennessee. I, I would consider Kentucky probably the fourth. I would, I, right now, today, yeah. I would consider Kentucky yeah. fourth. Yeah, and they don't have to play Kentucky. So no. there's a South Carolina, Florida – Missouri and Vanderbilt. I'm like, the West teams were kind of in luck though. Like, what what were you really going to add to make your schedule difficult? Right now, the only team like if you have if you have Florida <laughs> except your except for Arkansas <laughs> except for Arkansas that's the only team that got just in my opinion got royally screwed. Yep. And Texas A and M, I feel like they their their opponents that they added were Florida and Tennessee. That's rough. But the teams you're playing, yeah, you had yeah. Vanderbilt and South Carolina. So Which who else were you doing? Kind of goes back to my Tennessee point, though. Yeah. Where we, we've we gotten lucky looking at the teams we played the last three years in Mississippi State, or the, in this clump of three years, Mississippi State, uh, Arkansas, Ole Miss. But then when it, you know 2020 comes around and you have to get, you go to a 10-game schedule because of the pandemic, and then you get royally screwed because you've gotten lucky the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, gonna, You're going to get lucky the next couple of years. I just hate, like, you want to keep gaining ground on Florida and Georgia. Yep. And because you and you have Arkansas this year, so you're like, okay, we have to play Alabama, but hey, we get Arkansas this year. Arkansas. Um, Georgia has to play Alabama and Auburn, mm-hmm. and Florida has to play LSU and Ole Miss. Um, and then the, Florida gets Arkansas and Texas A&M, and Georgia gets Arkansas and Ole Miss. Yeah, and I, I will or Mississippi say, State. Sorry. I'll say, I will say this: looking at Tennessee's schedule again, I'm not saying the A&M and Auburn are easy teams, but those are probably the two most overrated teams in the West. Uh, who who's A and M and Auburn are probably oh, yeah. the two most overrated teams. Yeah, I'm not saying they're bad. They're not bad. It's going to be tough yeah, games. Yeah, they're they're top 13 right now. Do I think they'll be there when maybe Tennessee plays? Auburn unless could. it's at the first. Yeah, maybe Auburn. But I don't think both of those teams will be in the top 13. I don't think A and M will be any really anywhere close. I'm not very high on them. Um, I'll be I'll be shocked if they have a great season. I mean, they're they're always a team that like are picked high and just never for whatever reason. Because when they join the SEC, you're like, oh man, they're in Texas. That's a hotbed for talent. Then they get Jimbo Fisher. Oh man, they're going to be good, and they just haven't. No, they've, they've definitely been underwhelming. Um, I, I don't know. They just they, they, they just can't pass Auburn, LSU, and I mean, being in the West is tough for them. Yeah, oh, yeah it's, it it's tough, and they they have not proven that they can go through the grind of that schedule yet. Um, you know, obviously they've upset some teams here and there. 
uh, throughout since they've been in the SEC um, since 2012. But yeah, it's not been consistent. Just you know, you've seen LSU do it, Auburn do it, and Alabama do it for a full season. They mm-hmm. each have national championships since right. 2012. Um, you have not seen A and M do it. Who has probably had just about as every bit of talent as them, mm-hmm. but just haven't been able to stick with this. Maybe maybe they don't have the depth as as far as talent goes. But when you look at the starters, they probably had equal level talent to LSU Auburn and just haven't been able to do what they do what those teams have done in, in an SEC schedule. Yep. Obviously not. The, I mean, the talent of LSU, golly, that 2019 team was insane. Insane. Yeah. That, that's I'm a different story. Like, how did they get by? So how did they add Missouri and Vanderbilt when they were playing South Carolina and Florida? LSU. Yeah. I mean, I, again, it's, it's protecting Georgia and LSU. Like they didn't get, I need to now go look at uh, the strength of schedule. I mean, it's obviously going to be strength of schedule. But, again, I didn't know how they would do that. I didn't know how that would possibly work. How do you do strength of schedule when you don't I know? think it just went of, like, you're rotating and non-rotating, and then they just added the two based off those two. Oh, like okay. That, uh, that, that's what it looks like to me when I was kind of doing the math. But Tennessee then should have like. gotten – well, we already had Arkansas. God, see, that's what screwed us is having Arkansas this year. Right, yeah. So we were gonna get like we we're gonna get a Texas A and M or Auburn, and then I thought maybe we could have got a Mississippi State. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's but again, do you play Mississippi State two years in a row? A lot of people thought no. And that's fine. I mean, I just whatever. See, they didn't give South Carolina so they gave South Carolina Ole Miss instead of us because they already play they're playing L S U and Texas A and M already. Right. So yeah, we got. I mean, we got screwed because we played Arkansas. Golly, man! I mean, oh, well. if we were playing Mississippi State, we'd probably get Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah. Since probably. we're playing Arkansas, and did they completely stay away? I don't know all the other rotating opponents. Like, did they completely stay away from the next two years? Like, was that not an option at all? Apparently, it was the it was the option. Well, no, that's not, that's was, not what I'm asking. Oh, okay, that's okay. not what I'm asking. Like, okay. did they when they made the schedule? Did they take away? So they were not going to put Ole Miss and LSU on Tennessee's schedule. They were not going to put Alabama and whoever Florida played the next year after that on their schedule. Like, did they say they were? Did they decide they were going to completely stay away from that? I don't. Like, I don't know how. Because if it was com- if it was completely random, you couldn't possibly commit to completely staying away from that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they that. That's what I. It looks like to me. They just took the um, two opponents that weren't in your division, and yeah. based and did a strength of schedule based off those two. Teams. Yeah. So in that case, then then teams should have been able to technically play both of the next two on your schedule if it lined up that way. Right. But I, that's what I'm asking. Do we know if any of the teams are or if they? I I, I haven't looked at it. I don't know. Um. I'm really not sure. Um. Yeah. I know Florida. Florida was gonna get Auburn and maybe Alabama was their next like like their next, the next two, two rotating mm-hmm. or maybe it, maybe it was Texas A and M. I have it. I, I know like they that. they were mad that they and they were gonna get screwed if they did it that way. They're they're gonna have a tough schedule, but Florida doesn't get screwed and Arkansas does. Arkansas like their AD had a comment and I'll I'll read this to you. Um. So it's Hunter, you're you're Jack, that guy. He's, yeah, he says we now own the most challenging schedule in the history of college football. But really, <laughs> yeah, I'm like that's true. That sucks. You already competed for it every year when, yeah, that's so dumb, so dumb. 
Yeah, you're already up there because of your conference opponents yeah. anyway, and then you add the top two in the East. Okay, so Alabama would have been playing Georgia and Florida the next two years. So they obviously they didn't play their opponents, their right. next two year opponents. Arkansas had Georgia and South Carolina, so they added Georgia. Wait, Auburn, the opponents for I'm reading the next two years, so 2021 and 2022. Okay, 2022. So Alabama is playing Georgia this year. There we go. Um, sorry, let me read that again. Then Alabama has Florida and Vanderbilt. Okay, mm-hmm. so they didn't add any of theirs. Arkansas has Georgia and South Carolina, though. Auburn has South Carolina, Missouri, who they add Tennessee and who? South Carolina. Okay, so they obviously didn't care to add them. Yep. Florida has Alabama and A and M. They had they had A and M. So this is so. What was the? It was. It, I guess. What it was, was just, that criteria? How did? How like was it impossible for Tennessee to add Ole Miss? So now I'm upset because obviously they it was it was random. Apparently is what they're trying to make it seem. Yeah, but it wasn't. That's not true at all. No, it wasn't random. No, this is dumb. Yeah, they. I mean, they just protected. <laughs> they protected the contenders. They protected Georgia, Florida, Alabama, and LSU. Incredibly dumb. Yeah, that's a. I mean, they, they want two teams in the college football playoff, and but you're not going to have the college football playoff this year. That's what's dumb, right? Yeah, it, it's true. Yeah, whatever. Cody Hankins said, uh, "Still think we're not going to have a call uh, have football this year in college." Um, kind of ten. I'm starting to agree with you, but uh, I think there's a chance that we see the SEC football. We're still start. hanging on. I'm hanging on for yeah. Right. We're we're still preparing like there is going to be a season until it tell us no. We're still going to be um, talking about it. Right. So. Absolutely. Um, so let's predict Tennessee's record this year. Okay. Uh, we don't know. I, you know, I think a lot of it will depend on how the schedule sets up for me. Um, I'll give you a rough prediction though. I, th- I think six and four to seven and three. I, I think Tennessee wins more than five games in this schedule. I, I think I think six and four. I think you have to go six and four. You have to beat the teams that you've already proven you can beat last that year. You should beat. Yeah, that you should beat. Um, and then you steal one. You have to build on what you did last year. So right. you have to steal a game that you are not going to be favored in. Um, yeah. So is that Texas A&M? Is it Auburn? Is it Florida, Georgia, Alabama? I mean that you got to steal one of those, at least one of those games. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think you got to be competitive, and you can't get blown out in all, all. If you lose four games, you can't be blown out in them. No, no. You know, I mean, golly, man. Good thing is, Jeremy Pruitt's already done it with a terrible Tennessee team at Auburn. So yeah, but Auburn could be better than that eighteen team. Yeah, they probably could. should be. Yeah, you have a uh, Bo uh, Nix. Yeah, he's a sophomore now. He had a decent freshman campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense should get their defense more improved. Going to be good um, than than we saw in eighteen. So I think Auburn will be better. A and M. I mean, I think they have the talent, but I just don't know. I don't, I'm not convinced on them. I, and then there, do, there's no more talent on A and M or Auburn's roster than there is on Tennessee. No, nah, I, I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, I, I I still want to see Tennessee open with Florida. I think that's a, just an electric. Don't you're probably going to completely change up the schedule and flip the schedule around. Whatever, do it. The things that need to remain the same on Tennessee's schedule don't care about anybody else in the SEC. The two that need to remain the same is Tennessee needs to play Florida on the opening game, and Alabama and Tennessee need to play the third Saturday in October. Those are my only requirements. See, and, and I'm not sure how. So we, we start September 26, correct? Yep, is when we're supposed to start. So 26. I'm not looking at a calendar. Hold on. Yeah, pull that up real quick. What are you looking for though? So I'm looking to see how it would if it's laid out like I think it might. I'm seeing it if this works out to have 
So September 26th, the 3rd, the 10th, 17th. Yeah, that'd be the third Saturday in October. So if they did it like this, and they just had the additional games at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So that's your last two games, is those games that were be, added in. I'd be surprised if they did that. I, I did too, but if, if they laid it out like that, it would work out where – so you'd play Arkansas first, Georgia, South Carolina, Alabama would be your fourth game, but it would be the third Saturday in October on the 17th. Then you have Florida, Kentucky, Missouri, Vanderbilt, and then Auburn, Texas a I, I just want Florida opening night. That's it. I want Florida in Neyland. And, and this is I'm on FBS FB schedules, um, and that's how they just have it laid out. I think it's just random, but it would work out if they did it like that. So that's probably what I saw. Okay, that's that I would guess that because I saw Arkansas and Georgia in the first two weeks. I didn't look past that because I went to I went and saw if they hadn't released it yet. So I think they pretty much just I don't know how they did that though because Georgia was at the end of the season, so I don't know how they. I was saying they just took out the non-conference opponents and bunched everything up, but that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they did it. It's going to be interesting. I mean, I would like that. That's not a gauntlet. I don't think that's a terrible schedule. I just, I was kind of excited to get Georgia later in the year, and uh, I I do want Florida to, I want that to be the opening game. When they first said that, you know, the non-conference games were scheduled, it looked like you were going to play Florida first, I was excited about that. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be a really, really fun atmosphere. No, I'm not even talking about in the stadium. Just the atmosphere around the game. I want to start off with Vanderbilt. You, you get a, a cupcake first game. Just uh, normal as possible, right? That, yeah. That's what we're trying to do. So, Vanderbilt first. That'd just be I, a, I get what you're just saying. be a boring I, way to open a game, man. <laughs> I agree. Like, if we're going to open, if we're gonna open 2020, do it with a bang. <laughs> I don't want to open. I don't want to open Western Kentucky. You don't? Slash Vanderbilt. <laughs> Uh, Trevor said they are canceling the season. I mean, I think they're leaning that way. I just my, my real hope is that the NCAA doesn't make an overall decision. They let mm-hmm. conferences make it because I think that gives the SEC a better chance. He said he thinks it works out better if uh, works out good if Tennessee uh, for Tennessee if the season gets canceled. I guess you're 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 thinking that uh, you got some more help on the way in the next class, and you, then you don't have as much of a QB controversy probably. Yeah, <laughs> but. That means just JG gets to hang around for another year. So he's what seventh year guy at that point, six year guy. Yeah, he's been here for a while. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there's a bunch of articles that are that are saying it's not looking good. Um, I think they're gonna. I don't know. If you, like we said, we we talked about it at the beginning of the episode. Uh, make sure you when this is done, you can go listen to a recap of all that. But if kids are on campus, you should be playing games. Period. Yep. Period. Yep. I think so, that makes it tougher. I feel like to. Um, kind of not isolate, but you know, isolate those kids away from getting the virus. Yeah. Um, but if you want kind of a a bubble ish, if if all the schools were online, I feel like college football is could be it could be better off. Probably, but they're you know. With but little... if they're if they're able to go in class, they should be able to play yep. a football game. Yep, I agree. Uh, so back to Tennessee Drake real quick. Both said six and four, possibly seven and three. So you said, yeah, I I think six and four is is what you have to to show that your program is you know still building. Yeah. Um, but I think anything less than that is, is a disappointment, and you know anything above that is icing on the cake. Yeah, I agree. Let's uh, let's do our position preview. Moving into uh, talking about the offensive line. This is our 
Because the season should be starting in, what, three weeks? Two weeks? See, what would Saturday have been? I need to look at my schedule now or my calendar. See, Saturday would have been three weeks till kickoff, right? Yep. If we uh, if we hadn't had if they hadn't moved it back, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that that's um. But we're almost done with our uh, position preview, and we're gonna have to kind of re- redo our count our uh, uh, opponent preview countdown a little bit. We got we got some people to add. Yeah, we'll probably hopefully that schedule's out by Wednesday, and we can just start. Yeah, give us a better idea. Right. Yeah. We're going to preview the offensive line, though, this week. And, uh, so it'll be three weeks from this Saturday. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to preview the uh, offensive line. It's uh, second to last next week. Quarterbacks. Which I'm surprised. We haven't gotten a question about the quarterback. I guess everybody's so concerned about mm-hmm. whether the season will actually happen. We haven't even gotten a quarterback question yet. So. Oh, there's still time. There's still time. we got Get plenty of time left in this show for somebody to ask about quarterbacks. Um, I, th- I think with this offensive line, it's obviously the talent is there. Um, they should be one of the best in the country. Yeah. Um, Oregon's probably up there. Alabama, I think Colt, uh, Kublik picked Tennessee to be number two in the SEC. Um, and they weren't particularly good last year, but I think with what you're returning, um, you have guys that, you know, played as true freshmen that won't be true freshmen anymore. Hopefully they take a jump. Um, you have a sixth year in Brandon Kennedy at center. Um, and then you have, you add Cade Mays. I think that's, that's the big one. That's, if you get him eligible, you have a season. Um, I think this, I think the sky's the limit for this group. I think with, you know, last year I think they're twelfth in um, rushing, mm-hmm. rushing yards per game. I think with one forty four, I think they're second to last in yards per carry, like four point one. Um, I think Missouri was last with three point eight. Um, but I think your backs are going to be more improved. I think with Eric Gray being just more dynamic, um, you know, a whole off season behind him, I think I think that's going to be huge. And I th- hopefully, quarterback play is improved, and I think that just helps this offensive line um, get to you know accomplish the goals of what they want to do. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of your more consistent uh, units that you return. Uh, you return all five starters. Potentially, add another guy that could be a starter mm-hmm. uh, to this group. And uh, a guy that – an all-SEC guy that, that should be a starter to this group. Uh, and then you got some young guys b- behind them that seem to be every bit as competent at those positions too. Um, obviously, they've got you know to prove themselves. But this should be your most consistent group. You talked about how – I think when you look at this group, not just a starting group, when you look at this uh, entire position group, it gives me hope for how Jeremy Pruitt builds a program because they went and addressed the biggest need right off the bat. We're like – didn't matter how good your quarterback was. Didn't matter how good your running back was. If this group wasn't good, those groups weren't going to produce. It, it, it mm-hmm. unfortunately um, begins and ends at the offensive line. And they went and addressed it, and you've added bodies, just bodies to that group. And then you've added a ton of size and talent. Uh, and, and, I mean, even building guys that were here. I mean, Brandon Kennedy came in as a guy that, you know, didn't play a whole lot of football at Alabama. Transfers in. Um gets injured unfortunately uh then bounces back and is one of your more consistent offensive linemen yeah i, th- I think it's huge you, you talked about the the kind of Jer- when jeremy pruitt got here that was tennessee's biggest weakness was offensive line mm-hmm. i mean you had offensive linemen that we've talked about on the show a billion times that weighed about 270 260 an unacceptable weight for a 
SEC offensive line. Right. And tackle bodies right. at, at that kind of weight. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. And now in three years, he's had it where – and it's now one of um, your team's biggest strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, and, and you have four former five stars on that starting offensive line. And then you have a six-year guy in Brandon Kennedy who is a, a four-star. There's a ton of talent and there's a ton of depth. You mentioned bodies. Um, Jameer Johnson has, has started games in yep. his career at Tennessee. Jerome Carvin has. Karon Calvert has. Um, so you have a ton of depth. You were able to redshirt guys last year, which you haven't done that in forever. Yep. Um, you're able to redshirt um, Jackson Lampley and Chris Akparogane. They hope to to be reserves, kind of role players if, if need be. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a ton of talent, ton of depth, and that's what, you know, that – you, you said it best. It that's it starts in the trenches. Yep, that's where you win football games in the SEC. Yeah, and, you, and to add a little bit more to that, um, you, yes, this is probably your your biggest strength for this this team, um, which is phenomenal because your probably biggest question mark in the offensive side of the ball is quarterback. I think everybody. I mean, everybody has faith in Eric Gray and Todd Chandler at that position group. Yep. You're, you're not worried about that. Um, obviously, there's some question marks about. The receiver group, but there's a ton of talent there that you know. Mm-hmm. While I don't doubt there's a you know at least quite a bit of talent uh, through one guy specifically at quarterback. Um, the he's a freshman and playing transition from high school to college ball is is, is a big jump. I'm not saying it can't be done. It, uh, there's plenty of freshmen that have done it, um, but there's also more freshmen who haven't. Mm-hmm. And, and then you've got you talk about a a fifth year guy who's struggled. Yep, for more than his career than he's been comfortable. Um, so the good news about that offensive line, you give him time, you protect him, does a lot for him, gives him a lot of gives him a lot of uh, confidence potentially, and helps this team a ton. I, if we play a season, <laughs> I hate saying that. I feel like I just need to stop. Like just say, just commit to it that we're playing. Yep. Um, I, I think whoever the quarterback is is going to have a really really good chance to be successful with the help of a, a, a great running back that could potentially bail them out of situations, and then an offensive line. Yeah, absolutely, and, and they were good in protection last year. Like, yeah, we we talked about Garantano getting beat up, and those first couple of years he got beat up. Oh, far. Um, but last year he only this this group only gave up thirteen or twenty one sacks in thirteen games. Yeah, last year's the kind of beat up he was getting was far different than the previous two. And with I, I think Wanya Moore started twelve games at left tackle, and Darnell Wright started I think seven games at right tackle. So you had. Two true freshmen, you know, playing against some of the best defenses in the country. Um, you know, great edge rushers and were able to – they had their, their ups and downs. They took their lumps um, over, over the course of the season. But um, for them to just come in and play right away, Darnell Wright, I think what put him a little bit behind was Wanya Morris came in as an early enrollee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was able to start more games. I think he was just more – prepared to play for the SEC, not just because he's an early enrollee. I think he came from a better program um, in Grayson. Um, so he's just more prepared. But I think another offseason with those two guys, I think Wanya Morris had surgery. But should be better. Yeah, um, I agree. And and they're coming off great freshman seasons. Right. Yeah, I mean, you don't need them to be drastically better. But obviously you'd like to see gradual improvement at least. Yeah. Um, but that group performed pretty – those two guys specifically performed pretty well. Um, it would only be icing on the cake if they. Uh, but if they but gotta gotta be better in in, in the rushing attack, and I, I think that's gonna help with, you know, just utilizing Eric Gray more. Yeah. Um, adding Cade Cade Mays is huge. 
Yeah, um, hopefully, ho- and I, I think everybody expects him to get um, to get eligible. I know a lot of people are very nervous since Tennessee waited a while to to submit that transfer um, that waiver in. Uh, we'll see. I said it when it first came. That news first came out. The the compliance office hasn't done anything to be like, yeah, they're lazy or stupid or incompetent. So just wait and see and make your judgment if it doesn't happen. Right. Because they could have been getting their, you know, getting their ducks in a row before they submitted it. Because um, submitting a, a, a form incomplete or uh, not with sufficient evidence or whatever could could drag out the drag out the uh, the issue a lot longer than if you just did it right originally. Maybe you needed some more time. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just guessing by the history that the compliance office has shown. Um, if they if they get this one wrong, have at them. Yep, have at them. But yeah, let's if the wait. NCAA doesn't approve Cade Mays, I mean, there's going to be a lot of doorsteps with some burning um, <laughs> bags of poop on some doorsteps. Do you know where Mark Emmert lives? I do. Okay, yeah, actually, I, I do know. Are you putting in a plastic bag, or have you learned to do no, a brown bag? No, it's a brown bag. Okay, yeah, just making sure. <laughs> yeah, just making sure. Uh, Justin Sanday said, "Is Alabama Alabama's head coach going to retire?" I thought I heard that somewhere. Unfortunately, He's a cyborg, so I doubt it. Unfortunately, no. Um, maybe you heard that in a dream, because I think I've had a couple dreams about that. But, <laughs> no. Um, and then we're getting a lot of, I hope there's a season. Yeah, uh, I, I need there to be a football season so bad. I'm just trying to, because the past couple months, and I know you're getting sports back, and it's been fun to watch the NBA. Um, it, it's been fun to watch golf. The PGA Championship is uh, going through a phenomenal round right now with a bunch of people chasing uh chasing that number one spot could could be a really good playoff happening uh but there's just college football is my favorite sport to watch period like and i specifically college football i'm sure there'll be an nfl and i'll watch every second of it that i can but there's just something about college football man it's not about tennessee football specifically and maction <laughs> and maction dude tuesday, what are we gonna do without tuesday not maction i don't know you got anything else for offensive line? I, I don't, unless you just, I mean, I feel like the starting lineup group's pretty predictable, but if you want to run through it real quick, we can. Um, I I want to mention some some of the other bodies we have. Riley Locklear, he started some yeah. games. Um, and then you have, like we mentioned, Jackson Lampley, Chris Akpirogane, Ollie Lane is another one. We actually had him on the show. Yeah, friend um, of the pod. Friend of the pod. Um, and then you have fresh incoming freshman Javante Spragans, Jane Robinson, and um, – Cooper Mays, so kind of interior lineman. I, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, – I think Cooper Mays I – mean, I think there's more – I think there's potential he could end up playing a lot. I just uh, – I think a lot of people are high on him, so I think there's potential there. Yeah, and I feel I, like he's probably one of the freshmen you would expect to – or young guys, I should say, uh, expected to see the field a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think you'll utilize the redshirt rule. I don't know what that looks like with the, the 10 um, game schedule, but – It'll certainly could, depend. Yeah, I mean, it'll depend on a lot of factors. But right. yeah, um, I think those those three guys are probably you're looking at to to redshirt. Well, I think there's a handful of older guys. Not saying that they're not good players or they haven't improved since Jeremy Pruitt and um, Will Friend, who whatever he was able to do last year completely changed than what he was able to do in the previous year. Um, that have improved, but I think there's also a lot of guys who have hit their ceiling. That now that you're getting these young guys in here, you obviously maybe not obviously, but you did use utilize that red shirt on some guys last year. Um, but I think there's some guys who have hit their ceiling that may get passed up by some younger guys this year. Because like I said, there's a lot more bodies in their work two years ago. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Chris Zach would be a perfect example of that. Um, 
we heard a lot about him like when during the spring and stuff like during last spring and stuff like that so um you know maybe he's a a guy that can maybe pass some of those older guys not necessarily start um but if, if there was an injury or something you know they could utilize yeah. one of those guys yeah, yeah I, I i think the starting lineup is going to be pretty much um Pretty much as expected. If if those guys see the field, it'll definitely be in a rotational so you, in you a rotational think sense. Darnell Wright beats out Calvert for right tackle. Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. I, I agree with that. And, and, but I don't necessarily think like Jerome Carvin and Karon Calvert. Those are two good guys to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have they have experience. As backups, they yeah. have experience, um, which helps them gives them the you know benefit over the younger guys. But I also think you've probably seen the height of their football. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how much of those guys could really improve at this point, and that, but again, the entire offensive line improved last year when it seemed very bleak at that happening. Um, I so. think Car- Carvin he's he'll be a junior this year. He was just a sophomore last year, but started as a as a true freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe Carvin's one that could maybe redshirt if if Cade Mace. And Trey Smith stay healthy throughout the that, entire year? That's certainly an option. I, I think Something Calvert's already redshirted. Right. Trying yeah. to look, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's possible. It's possible. I, and it's just nice to have a lot more bodies. It's nice to have a lot more options. Oh, yeah. You're not throwing in a uh, – you're not starting a walk-on dude who has no business being on the field anymore like or, you were in 2016. Like, like a former tight end. You had a Heisman candidate – quarterback and you were starting Devontae Brooks or some or Devontae something like that he was a former tight end in high school that's surprising I'm shocked zero percent you had to you had to start him um yeah that was rough times rough times yeah so at least you don't have that I I don't think I I don't think I will be complaining about anybody that's chosen to start in the offensive line whoever it is right Uh, yeah if you beat one of those guys out I mean you did it yeah you (laughs) did it I I don't think there'll be any complaints um, like there were a few years ago. The Mac rip, ripping, ripping power to the Mac. Dude, that sucks. Because um, we talk about, like, at least getting to watch something. I wouldn't usually tune into the NBA every day. I wouldn't tune into uh, Major League Baseball games that when my team isn't playing. But now I'm doing that because, like, I just, I guess I took sports for granted. Um, <laughs> so, makes you think. Right. So you, you never know when you're going to get them back. So I'm trying to take it all in as as we go. Um, but I feel like Maction is kind of that same way. It's just like, yeah, I wouldn't choose to watch them on a Saturday over something else. Right. But on Tuesday and Thursday nights, that's what you want to do is watch Maction because it's college football. It's college football. And it would have been nice this year, um, especially because across the country you could see a lot of high school football getting canceled. Um, so, it, you know, that would have been something that would have been nice to have. Um I don't – what was – I mean, I guess money is going to affect a lot of these smaller conferences. Um, a lot of these smaller conferences, they bank on funding not only their athletic department but their football teams on the paychecks they get for traveling to Power 5 schools. Yeah. Uh, don't – I don't know exactly, you know, the. I mean, obviously Corona has to do with it, um, but the exact reasons why the mat ultimately canceled um, because it just felt kind of out of nowhere. Like nobody was really talking about – See, college football, at least for like the last week, you weren't really hearing much of those, it's getting canceled talks, it's getting canceled talks. And then Friday night, the Mac just drops that bomb. And now it's, it's since that moment, it's been like, oh crap, it's it's happening. Yep. Yeah, I think that, 
the U- I, UConn was the first one to kind of do that, yeah. and now it's you know now it's starting to get. But they also they were kind of forced to because of their independent right, their status as an independent right. That Whereas, sucks. Yeah, I know. The year you go to independent, you're like, no, <laughs> no opponents to play. Great decision here. It was that civil conflict really did them over. Um, Man, I, I apparently see. when UCF won that civil conflict trophy, they left it on the field, like they were like giving it, and they left it on the field because they didn't care. Oh my god! <laughs> it's um, just, I, dude, I don't. The Maxion, like, I'm looking at the the standings. Akron went zero and twelve. It's pretty bad. They scored 126 points in the year and allowed 435. Oh yikes! <laughs> they're 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 feeling blessed then. They are terrible. They only scored they 67 10, points in conference play. They averaged 10 points per game. That's in, so yeah, wait, they scored half their points in in non conference games. That's pretty impressive because they probably played two power five opponents. Yeah, I don't I don't know at least. Impressive. Let's look at Akron's schedule. Go to Akron's schedule real quick. But I also want to know because all of these, what's frustrating about what's happening right now is how everything's happening so secretively. Like all these people are tweeting, Power Five athletic directors texting me. Power Five, you know, athletic directors are saying this. What schools are they at? Like who's making those? Who's saying that? Are they really talking to their? Because I feel like a lot of the SEC, at least, you haven't heard a whole lot of the SEC even like leaning towards canceling. Pretty no. much everything you've heard is SEC is at least not canceling right now at right. the bare minimum. Right. So I'm just like, who? And apparently, like apparently, a Power Five AD said, if you think this feels like the first domino in the line, that's because it is. Are we going to follow suit with everything that the small conferences do? That's what makes no sense to me. So the MAC is now the the epitome of college football. <laughs> yes, like that. Like on Tuesday are, and Thursday nights, they are. We think the MAC is getting it. Like I'm just saying, you're you're 100 confident the MAC is getting it right. And the MAC said the MAC said that they are they listen to um, epidemiologists, scientists, like things like people who doctors, athletic trainers, people who because apparently I guess this is all a lot of it had to do with the health of athletes. And they said that's who we listened to on this decision. And I think the... They listened to athletes? No, 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 like athletic directors. And, oh, yeah. okay. But like, say, it was all involving like athletes' health. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought they said they asked the athletes. I'm like, no, you didn't. No, if you did, I can <laughs> no, assure you. you. <laughs> and it, I kind of do want to address that in a second, too. Um, but the they asked the, the head of the commissioner of the MAC, why are the Power 5 schools not doing that? And he was like, that's a good question. And it's like, that's the thing, is if this was a decision made based on that kind of stuff, you would have canceled a long time ago. So what are you really basing your... Well, and, and I, don't, I don't get them canceling because, like, like you said, like their, their money is based off you know, playing Power 5 schools, but would you not try to get any sort of money out of trying to play a schedule? I don't know how that works, man. That's a good question. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, that just seems like... That's like the... A give up button. That's like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm losing. Pause, restart the game. I I don't know, man. I, I don't know how. I think, see, I think the I think the context of the Mac is the first domino to fall is bullcrap, because they they don't they're not making decisions like Power Five schools make them. They don't have the resources 
that SEC schools have, that Big Ten schools have. They don't have those resources. So why are you making decisions based on what they do? I'll tell you what, if if Arkansas isn't willing to just be like, no, I'm oh, not playing. After are you that, kidding me? After they, that schedule? They've already voted for it. <laughs> They're already like, see ya. We're, we're good. We'll wait till 2021. Yeah. Um, but but seriously, like if if they're not willing to say no after the schedule they got, why can't you play? <laughs> that's <a> good point. <laughs> um, yeah, that's I I want I believe Sam Pittman has already been like, hey man, we're not gonna play. <laughs> Just cancel it. I feel like he's not. I feel like he's he's yes sir. Yeah, I feel like the the George like he doesn't realize he's actually at Arkansas yet. Like he's still like he's kind of at Georgia, so he's just like, yeah, we'll play anybody. Until he like sees these people out on the field, and I'm like, man, I'm like, not at Georgia anymore. Yeah, he said the he said the uh, coach o, the coach o comment that was like, we'll we'll play you at midnight. Just let us know the day before. We'll meet you at midnight in a cornfield. Yeah, yeah, you can say that when you're LSU. When you said in Arkansas, yikes. Yeah, yikes. yeah, you might get beat by some of these MAC teams. Maybe. <laughs> You're getting beat by Jim McElwain at, at Central Michigan. Akron has scored 50 of their 126 points on you. <laughs> in Little Rock. Dude, or wherever they're at. Doesn't Arkansas play in two different – don't they have two different stadiums? They like split – they used to like split games between them. I think now they play one game a year in uh, – shoot. Oh, do they play in um, – War Memorial, but I don't remember where it's at. I'll have to look it up real quick. I don't know. I'm have to look it up. I know um, Missouri plays a game in the Chiefs Stadium. I think every year they play. They play in Arkansas. Europe. Is Arkansas their non-rotating? Maybe. So they play in. Uh, shoot, where's this one at? So Fayetteville is their original one, and then I think they play a game in Little Rock. Yeah, Arkansas, you're right. That's War Memorial. So, Arkansas, there's non-rotating. They play them in, in uh, Jerry World, don't they? Isn't that their uh, rivalry? It's in Jerry World? I thought I thought so. I, I think I it's remember a, them playing a game in Jerry World. But I, I, th- I think they – so, they play War I Ma- thought it was against Texas A&M. Is it A&M? Arkansas and A&M? Yeah, I think, okay. I think that's right. So, Arkansas plays in Donald, J- Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium in Fayetteville. And then they'll also play like a game. I think they used to like split them, but now it's like one game a year at War, War Memorial. Excuse me. Um, that's in uh, Little Rock. Um, but yeah. So this doesn't have anything in War Memorial this year. Yeah, this year. Okay. Let me look at the Missouri. Maybe maybe it's a And M rivalry, but I feel like that in Jerry's world it was just like a one time thing. Well, you know he's a big Arkansas. Donor. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Let me look up their rivalry. Yeah, I, I don't remember who they – I thought it was Missouri. They played them at Jerry World. Which I guess – I don't know. I, I doubt there will be any neutral side games. Like, I doubt Florida and Georgia would be playing in Jacksonville. Right? I, I don't know. Okay, so they do travel around. They don't play – they played in They played in Dallas in 2008. That obviously wasn't – but they play in Kansas City in 2020. They're supposed to play in Kansas City in 2020. Yeah. They played in Little Rock last year. Missouri okay. and Where Arkansas at? did at War Memorial. So, wh- whose stadium? Is, is that like – I think it was like built for – University of – I think it was Little built Rock? for Arkansas. Arkansas, I think it, Little Rock? I think it was built for Arkansas. Hmm. I'm pretty sure. Weird. 
Yeah, I don't. Don't hold me to that. Because I've been to Little Rock, and I don't remember seeing any kind of stadium that would hold. I think it's a good-sized stadium. Hmm. I'll look it up now. I know they used to play a lot of games there. Like, it used to be a very common thing. It's not as, it's not as common anymore. It's interesting. Yeah. Hey, a little uh, news. So, the Max Preps put out a top 50 defensive players that are yeah. scheduled to play football in the fall. And Terrence Lewis, um, linebacker commit, was listed number three. And then Dylan Brooks, um, a Tennessee, also a Tennessee commit, is a edge rusher, um, was number 26. Oh, nice. So, nice. he's got some, got some studs. Yeah. The um, War Memorial holds 54,000. And wow. it is a multi-purpose stadium in Little Rock. It is the home stadium for the Arkansas Baptist Buffaloes. Catholic High School Rockets, which is an interesting mascot for a Catholic high school. Uh, the Little Rock Rangers, and it is written as the secondary home of the University of Arkansas. Oh. And then the Arkansas State Red Wolves have played there in the past. Is what I think that's who you're thinking of. That's in Little Rock. Oh, Arkansas State. That's in Jonesboro. Are they in Jonesboro? Okay. Well, yeah. they played at War Memorial before. So, yeah, I, I think they used to play quite a, quite a bit of games there, um, but hmm. that's kind of changed to where they don't play. That many now. Oh, I didn't know that. Hey, there's just some Arkansas trivia. Hey, guys, don't forget to uh, type in GBO, and we will pick somebody out in the comments to win a $20 gift certificate to the Volunteer Roadshow store. Yeah, there's a lot of – well, they're adding stuff to the store, um, so there's not a lot there yet, but there is uh, if you need some uh, some uh, a mask, a face covering, I guess. Uh, they've got some gators that uh, they got checkerboard, um, and they've got uh, Lady Vol, Lady Vol logo, and then the Power T logo. Uh, they've also got uh, camp chairs, yep. and uh, some shirts and some other things. Go check it out though, and they're, they're make sure you pay attention to. There's gonna be some stuff added uh, here soon. More stuff added. So make sure you you're following along. You got that. Volunteerroadshow.com. You have anything else for uh, I guess college football? That's all we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean that sucks. Maction's gone. That's I actually look forward to Maction. I love some good Maction. Yep. When did it start? Do you know? I don't. I'm. I'm yeah, I don't. I have no clue. Yep. Uh, segments. Segments. You got any more questions? Anybody have any? Questions? I haven't seen any questions yet. Have you if got, you got any them? Away, yeah. Yep. Sorry. I, you, you, oh, you're good. You say it. <laughs> if you got them, drop them. Also, little breaking news. Also, do you see where Bryce Thompson is wearing number zero? I love it. Uh, okay, I take it back. I like it. I needed it to be in like a defensive tackle. I need like a 315-pound defensive tackle. I needed Elijah Simmons wearing it. Because mm. it's just funny because it looks so small. Yeah, it is. And it's round. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would have been fantastic. But I, I would like the secondary to be, if Trayvon Flowers is number one, I don't know what Jalen McCullough would wear, but if they could get all four starters to be like zero, one, two, three, that'd be cool. I wouldn't hate that. No, not at all. Not at all. Most important of the week. Most important. Um, oh, did you see the Grizz and the, the Jazz throwback jersey matchup? Yes, it looked fantastic. Oh dude. man, dude. Also, I looked so up A and M and um, A and M and Arkansas do play 
their rivalry at AT&T Field, Jerry World. Oh, do they? Dude, the Grizzlies jerseys are amazing. Oh, Toronto's obviously good. are good too, but the Grizzlies are fantastic. Oh, so Toronto was today. The, the Jazz, they're the ones that have like the um, the the mountains. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not right. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, they yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they have the mountains. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm. Um, but yeah, the the Raptors are really good, cool too. They have the white ones, so the pur- I really like the purple ones. Um, but they also have the um. Okay, so this is what the Jazz looks like. Yeah, those those look good. Yeah. Uh, I've got one kind of similar to you that Max Preps thing you mentioned. ESPN they released their 2021 uh, NBA mock draft, and Tennessee freshman Keon Johnson and Jaden Springer are both ranked in the top 30 of the 2021 NBA draft. So don't like potential that. to have yeah right <laughs> potential to have two uh, two first round draft picks next year if everything kind of goes as planned. I will say this: If they are getting drafted that high, they had a good season. So we yeah, so we're, we're happy. <laughs> yeah. We, you, we get, Tennessee got what they needed. So I have a question, and Cody Conra- Conrad uh, tweeted this out today. Um, so let me let me read. It. I don't want to mess it up. He said, "Would you sacrifice the college football no. season right now if it meant the basketballs are guaranteed to make the Final Four in the spring?" Not a chance. I wouldn't either. But I thought that's that's interesting. So what what would you do it for a championship? In basketball? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> you would. Yeah. Just would. just this season. I mean, season. yeah, it's it's already gonna be weird anyway. So. I would sacrifice this season for a championship in football in twenty twenty one. Oh yeah. Cancel it right now. Yeah. That I would if if the so I final four that'd be fun, but you don't win it, so I don't care. Um, that was the question, right? Final four. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if you said like college ball playoff in 2022, technically, I'd be I'd be all in, all in. Final four, and you don't know the outcome. Oh, oh, so you could win it. You could win it. That makes yeah. it tough. Yeah. Uh, he didn't put that in there, but yeah, I'm, you're I'm, adding I'm it at, in. I like. I think it makes it more interesting. Yeah. Um. Mm. What were your thoughts? Do we win the SEC? Take one of them, regular season or. Okay, so we, we we win we win something. One so we're, we hung a banner. Yeah, final four, another banner. Um, or you get an elite a banner, don't you? Well, final four is its own banner. Yeah, elite a is just like a sticker yeah, on a banner. Right. Um, hmm, that's tough. It is tough to not know the outcome. That means you're one game, two games away from yeah. winning it all. <sighs> I think with it being a ten game SEC schedule, I think I I think I take the final four. I would like to see us play one game, and then we could go back and just cancel the rest of it. Uh, I so play that. Florida opening night, and then you decide. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, that'd be, good. that'd be good. <laughs> I like that question. That's a good question. Yep. Um, so he tweeted out. He wasn't asking us, but I, right, I, would, right, right. I would mention it. So. Yeah. It's fun. I, I like that question a lot. Um, the Okay, so football. Would you cancel this season for next season? Spin off of that question. Going to the college football playoff, you don't know the outcome. Cancel the season for a college for college football playoff. playoff. Yeah, probably. I probably would too. If if I could, so if they could guarantee me a national championship in twenty twenty four, it's a long time from now. I would wait. I would cancel this season. That's a long wait. It is a long wait, but hey, 
we're gonna get there somehow. So like, <laughs> like every year I could be just like, just wait, just wait. <laughs> you're gonna see. You're gonna find out. But you're, I mean, in fairness, you like you said, you're eventually gonna win. But you're just that classic Tennessee fan that's like, next year. <laughs> yeah, it's our year. <laughs> then when it actually is next year, <sighs> that year is gonna be fun. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll just start saving up money for that year. I yeah we we can't be good at basketball and football at the same time. I'd spend way too much money. Yeah, I think we we definitely sacrifice basketball over football. Hundred percent. I would, but how much, dude? How much fun would that be to be good at both? What's it like? Who is like? I guess Auburn's. The last time though a team was like dominant at both was Florida and like oh eight. Yeah. Oh nine, whatever year they went, they went back to back and uh, basketball. Yeah, oh eight or nine, I think. Yeah, it, it would be tough. It would be tough to dominate both. Yeah, because yeah, Florida. That's the only one I can really think of off there's, the top of my head. There's been a couple in history. I don't think a lot in history that have simultaneously won the national championship in football and basketball. But there's been a couple that have in history. Yeah, I'm thinking like who's who's been good. Like, I'd say Auburn's probably one of the better teams in the country that's had a good football and good basketball team recently uh, i feel like you could probably technically throw kentucky in there they did win 10 games in 2018 and then obviously their basketball program um north carolina's moving moving up through there uh duke has had decently good football teams and then obviously their basketball team um not kansas ohio state so a couple years ago not yeah not so much now yeah like that's florida the- florida hadn't had a great basketball team in when Billy Donovan left. Right. Yeah. Hmm. You could have thrown Texas in there when Rick Barnes is there. Yeah, that yeah, that that's that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yep. Um you could have probably thrown UCLA in there in the early two thousands. Talking about recent history. Um I if USC maybe has been I don't remember them ever being a good basketball. Oregon, Oregon's been pretty decent in basketball. Yeah. Um, and, and pretty I, I don't okay. think they've won anything significant though. Like even like Pac twelve. They're in they're in the final four. Were they? Um, How long ago? When North Carolina won the whole thing. Oh, okay. I was about to say when North Carolina got beat by Villanova. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that video the other day. That is the that's gotta be the wildest ending in Oh yeah. One of the more wild endings of any basketball game. Yeah, I could I could imagine Ooh. being on the court and being on the opposite end of it where you just get beat by that. Was that the year that the Villano- Villanova had that girl in the band? Was it Villanova? I don't remember the girl in the band. She she was like I'm just thinking of Tennessee as the one that just that No, was. it wasn't because she cried when they lost. So it wasn't that year. Villanova lost and the girl started crying is oh. what it was. Who did they play in? What year was that? Two thousand fifteen. I'm trying to see who they lost to. Yeah, but that's. I thought it was like that. I thought she was like. Wisconsin's really like, been pretty good. Yeah, you could use Wisconsin for yeah. sure. They lost to NC State that year, hmm. and she was playing at the end of the show and crying for the camera. Gosh, <laughs> I wonder if that Tennessee that that girl in the the pet band at Tennessee. I wonder if she's still there. Hopefully, she's electric. And you keep her around, even if she like is out of. It's like she's not even in college. She can just come and do <laughs> just that. Be, be that role. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I'd love that. 
Because that's, um, that's like a mascot. Yeah, you could exactly. just like a mascot stipend or, or whatever <laughs> you do. I don't even know what they get. They get money for they get paid for that, or is it just like a I, an elective kind of? I, like I think mascots. I think you can get partial scholarships. You're part of the cheer squad. I think. I think okay, so. it's part of the spirit squad. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah spirit squad. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. Hmm. Um, don't hold me to that or anything, but I think so. Uh, you got any more most important? I don't think I do. Yeah. So, um, back to high school. Knoxville Catholic's gonna play the Texas private school, um, coached by Dion Sanders. Interesting. This year. Yeah. How'd that happen? They lose some. They lose a Nashville school or something. Yeah, but it'll be August 29th. Um, is when they'll play. Hmm. I'm trying to look so, up what uh, that. High school who's is. going where? Are they meeting somewhere? Or? Um, I I had just a screenshot. I didn't have the actual article. Gotcha. Interesting. I doubt. When did they announce that? I can't believe I didn't see that. Uh, I think it was like last week, huh. or this this week, this past week. Yeah. So Trinity Christian, um, it's in Cedar Hills. So Shadur Sanders, which is a four star quarterback, um, will be the quarterback, and then obviously, um, Caden Martin will be the quarterback for Knoxville Catholic. So yeah, that's that's cool. Um, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm seeing where they're where they're going. We'll play. It doesn't say which one. We'll host. So they're nice. coming here. Nice. That'll be cool. Yeah, so I wonder how much those tickets will be. Hopefully it's on TV. That'd be cool. Uh, if not, they WNML does their games every week. so okay. It'll at least be on the radio. But okay. I think Catholic also has a... I think they um, live stream their games. Oh, is they, they have their separate? own program oh, now. Okay. They live stream their games. So it'll be on... Something. It'll be available to watch. Or, or or is it gonna be like one of those ESPN like Tennessee versus could also be like Texas that. or something yeah, like yeah could also be that that'd be cool definitely could be uh, I don't have any more most important that was my only one I think I, I think I don't have any more oh I do Katie Ledecky so the swimmer for USA you know what I'm talking about yeah oh the milk yeah Not so it. she yeah. swims all the way across the pool I think down and back or maybe just down. Um, and put a glass of milk on her head and didn't spill a single bit of it. It's I, I don't understand how it's possible. I don't either. I couldn't even... I don't even think I could put it on my head and just literally like just tread water. I think that... I don't know what would be more difficult. Because you're like kind of bouncing when you tread water. Yeah. Both are probably equally difficult. I don't know if I could get in the pool. I don't think I could spilling. stand with yeah. a glass of milk on my Just stand with a glass of milk on my yeah. So, yeah, definitely. That I don't think it's possible for me. What was it? I don't know. You got a fail of the week? I do. So um, the Nationals grounds crew. You see them trying to get the tarp on. First of all, it was so bad I was confused. Yeah. I was like, what are they? Are they? Are they trying I was like, to put how the tarp did, on? How did they like fold that? It's not hard. It's literally just you roll it. Yeah, I don't understand how it got folded initially. And then did you see him trying to get like the cover, like the sponsor cover, the logo, the I guess I don't know what it's called, but they have logos on it. The cover mm-hmm. off the tarp. They're no. struggling to do that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, and the Phil's just getting freaking destroyed as they're as they're doing this. It always does crack me up where baseball, like they know they're not gonna play when the rain comes heavy. They know they're gonna stop it. But they won't cancel until the rain starts coming heavy. 
So it's like it's already t- it's too late to like get anything done efficiently right. and well. Yeah. It, it cracks me up. Yeah, it's already wet. Um, do you have any? Do you have any? I've got a fail. Uh, Kevin Durant. I don't know if he forgot to uh, use his burner, but apparently he was going and liking this girl's pictures on Twitter oh. and following her. And some girl, I guess, I think it was a girl, was very upset about this. It might have been a guy. I don't know what their relationship was. Um, <laughs> was very upset that Kevin Durant was liking his or her girl's Twitter pictures. And uh, he was in an argument on Twitter with someone that had like 300 followers. Just like, and yeah. It wasn't his burner account. was not his burner account. I guess he forgot to log into his burner to <laughs> go and like all these pictures. Um, yeah, it's very confusing. I'm That's like, interesting. I mean, to be fair, man, what else do you do in the bubble besides get on Twitter and like random girls' pictures? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's all you can do. I don't, know, man. I don't hate him for it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Do you shoot your shot? Like, sounds like he's not her type from everything I gathered on Twitter. Oh. Yeah. Sounds like he is the wrong um, gender. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Well, that's... <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I'll just... Everything I... I'm trying to use context clues, and, mm. and I, I don't know. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't think I have any more fails. Oh, good luck, Kevin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. You're, was he going to invite her to the bubble? Maybe. <laughs> I can't believe that that bubble has not had, like, a serious outbreak yet. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's it's insane. They're doing it right, apparently. Somehow. Yeah. Kudos. Kudos. Man, I uh, thought I had some more, but I don't. Look at my phone. Other than, I guess, Justin Thomas. <laughs> if you haven't heard it, if you haven't heard it, look it up. Uh, he, he, a hot mic right next to the green catches uh, his immediate feelings on a putt. Yep. A little F-bomb in there. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Somebody, I think Colin Coward put out something in, you know, I don't really agree with a lot of what Colin Coward puts out, but he was just like, everybody does it. It was like, you can't be mad when you mic up a player. No. And that stuff happens. You can't be shocked <laughs> at all. You can't be shocked. No, no way you can. You got anything else? That's all I got. Guys, always appreciate you all for listening. Do we have any GBOs? We have any. I didn't see any. I didn't nobody see any Nobody wanted either. it, man. I guess nobody did. Hey, that's fine. Rolled we'll over. It. Well, skins game rolled over for next week. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do it next week. So you know, so here's a couple things for uh, or next episode, not next week, next Wednesday or this Wednesday, excuse me. That's August twelfth. August twelfth. We'll be taking phone calls. So make sure you, uh, if you want to, if you want to come in, talk sports on the show, or talk about anything, because there's not many sports, unfortunately. Um, but talk about whatever. We will have the phone lines open on Wednesday, and we're also going to be doing a giveaway for a twenty dollars gift card to uh, Hound Dogs. Or sorry, sorry, not Hound Dogs. Yeah, the Volunteer Roadshow Road store because that's got the store up and running. Yeah. Um, so make sure on Wednesday you come in to the show, type in whatever we tell you to type in uh, in the uh, chat bar, and uh, we'll uh, you'll be entered to win a draw. You'll be entered to win that gift card, um, and then we'll also have the phone lines open and we'll talk about whatever. Yeah, just come hang out with us. We yep. we enjoy the the social interaction. We're missing that. Yeah, um, not being able to go to work and stuff like that. So, um, hit us up. Yeah, do it for sure. That's all we got. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.